Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show has started. Hey. Hey. Uh, hey, so we got Face back here. Alex, Big back Face. Again. Big Face. So, Ace, you were back before. As you know, a little reminder, you can uh, check out some of Face's highlights, MLG oh, Top we 10, Week 2. Here at number 6, though, it is Shamrock. Riding dirty. Yep. Find it on YouTube. Number six. I think it's still up there on YouTube. Oh, definitely so. Number six. So Ace is our uh, official legal analyst for Chubstep. That's true. One yeah. third an attorney. One third an attorney. Fun fact. That's uh, any legal advice. I charge one third the fee, but I yeah. get one third the result. <laughs> That's a good fee. So. Yeah. Yeah. But you're 100 percent the man. Yeah. But yeah. 100 percent the man. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. Um. What's been going on with you recently, Face? What's been going on since last time you were here? Since last time? Yeah. Um, how long ago was that? Like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, it was like three weeks ago. Three Two weeks ago. Started a new gerb. Yeah. Um, that damn Obama can't hold me down. <laughs> yeah. I know he's been trying. Yeah. guy fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> can't hold me down. Started a new job down in the city. We just represent large companies and... Um, we just don't let them win any money off of I'll us. I'll bring you know? the beers. I have, I, have a, I have a theory that I'll I might get asbestos yeah. poisoning one day, just purely based on, as I've told you, I wanted to look up, because I you know, work in an old steel you know, factory. No longer a steel factory, but I know Explain there was probably as asbestos you would Because that was just child. the thing. Back in the day, if you didn't have asbestos, you were a loser, right? Yeah, I mean, everything was made of asbestos. Yeah. If you didn't have asbestos, you were actually homeless. My, I remember my dad saying that my grandpa used to have literally a piece of asbestos on his desk. Yeah, my dad. <laughs> my dad. Um, the other day went and uh, he he gives loans to people, so he has to go and then yeah. follow back up on them, make sure they're building stuff. Yeah. And he went and he found like a piece of tile that they ripped out that like his buddy was like, oh yeah, that's asbestos tile. And like as a joke, he kept it. And I was like, what are you? <laughs> yeah. Go, how are you doing? Oh what god. Do you do that? <laughs> so I mean, the the thing is, is just like stuff like that. You're not gonna get any. You're not gonna get sick from. It's the people that get like mesothelioma that worked on like ships. Yeah. And they yeah. were in boilers <clears throat> and cutting gaskets and piping and insulation that yeah. is like for like decades that it it just like got in their lungs day after day after day that get mesothelioma so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i just think you're being kind of soft right now okay um, fair enough fair enough to be honest there... i would expect nothing less from you but it's you're not gonna get uh, i'm all about me baby i i remember uh mr we had a teacher mr uh dockham oh and yeah, i remember I him get, telling I us gotta, a story yeah about how there was a person going around going to this might have been his like daughter or something like that. somebody was going around to buy a house and they went into what was the former uh, fire chief's house and they were going to buy it and then they were like all set to buy it they got the inspection yeah. done and they found out through the inspection that the guy had his entire like the whole structure of the house was lined in asbestos 
the fire chief. The fire, because it was a former yeah, fire chief he, in the time where everything was fireproof. Yeah. yeah, so it was. He had like, and then they're like, okay, well, I don't think we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna move in here. <laughs> it might be a little much. Yeah, fun story about Mr. Dockham. I actually had him for small engines. Yeah. Uh, with Mike O. Shout out to Mike O. Shout out to Mike O. Um, Throw up your O's. Yeah. Um, and uh, so you took apart a uh, lawnmower that didn't work, or you yeah. got a lawnmower <laughs> that didn't work, and then you tried to fix it up. Yeah. And so I was fixing it up. Everything was going great. It was on track to work. And then uh, one day I was just having kind of like a rough day. Yeah. And I was supposed to work on the compression and um, of the engine. And yep. I was took the piston out, and I couldn't get the piston back in with the O-ring on it. Yep. So when Mr. Dockham wasn't looking, because he, he, like, supervised you to kind of make sure you were doing it right. And then at the end, if you did everything right, you know, regardless if your if your engine started work working again, he gave you a good grade. Yeah. So when he wasn't looking, I couldn't get it in. So I took the piston O ring off and just yeah. smashed it in there. So then it never had any compression because <laughs> all the air was getting through on the sides of the yes. cylinder. And then yes. he, you know, he was he was dumbfounded how my engine didn't work. But you know, little did <laughs> and for I those know. for those that don't know, an engine needs the compression to run. Yes, that's yeah. that's pretty important for your engine, <laughs> because so. because when the spark ignites the fuel air mixture, it needs the compression to push back down the piston, the piston. and therefore continue rotating the engine and causing the engine to run. And if it doesn't have a compression, it's not going to do that. So Alex's engine yeah. was basically useless, but he still passed. Yeah, I still passed. Yeah. Got an A. I just yeah. basically. Uh, just got sick and tired of it and just said fuck this engine and yeah <laughs> that was basically Taking that, the easy way that in my yeah. autos career that was uh yeah. i kind of screwed around a lot in those so speaking of auto stuff my dad gave you a bj the other day yes so mr mr uh Zmolik, super diru gives the best bjs um anybody can give yeah. ever give he clearly has been practicing he actually gave me a bj last year um yeah last summer uh, it was just me and him. I did a little bit of the work for him, but uh, he did most of the work, and finally finished out the BJ. And then, uh, yeah, and then like finally my my like the um, what am I when I what am I talking about? Oh yeah, my rotors then eventually got yeah. kind of bad, and the pads yeah. kind of worn down. Yes. So I need another BJ <laughs> on the front. And, and this uh, time, this time the yeah, this time too. my caliper on one of them was was really messed yes. up. So. He gave me like a really good one this time, really good uh, thorough BJ on everything. What's a BJ at a shop gonna run you versus buying the parts yourself? Well, this is that's funny because I just talked about this in a, another group chat that I had. Um, so I bought the parts and it was about like a hundred and thirty bucks off Amazon. Yeah, for like, and that was a ton of parts. You got like a caliper, oh, yeah, I got rotors, the, the pads. Yeah, I got I got yeah. rotors for the front for my um, front to. Um, my front uh, driver and passenger side um, yeah. brake pads, and then a, and then a caliper. Uh, that was like 130 bucks. I think if you go to a place, you're probably gonna pay like 500 or like 600 yeah. bucks. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's. Yeah. I mean, it didn't take. I really did nothing this time. Your dad pretty much did the whole BJ self-serviced. Yeah. Um, was great. You yeah. know, looped it up real <laughs> nice. Got it running. Yep. A lot of friction power. You know. Good. Yeah, it works perfectly now. Yeah. So, and it probably only took him, you know, I lasted pretty long this time between my last uh, <laughs> between my last PJs. So it probably yeah. only took him about an hour to to you know pop me off. But we're we're good after that. And so this thing about you're saving saving maybe four hundred dollars for one hour. I mean that's like crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So that's a good. Um, they well, jack a, up the uh, the service. They do that with it. basically everything. Yeah. I mean, there's certain stuff you really can't do yourself, but if, there's a lot of stuff that is easier than you realize. I mean, you could do it a few more times of even watching him. You yeah. Could do it oh, and, and even if I didn't watch him, it, yeah. I could. 
Figure, I would you know, uh, watch a YouTube video yeah, YouTube or something video. like that. That's so. That's one of the things we were saying. It's crazy how like advanced and how different it is now working on cars than yeah. from when he worked on him. Yeah. Because back in the day, you didn't you didn't know what you were doing. You didn't if you didn't know what you were doing, you didn't have the like tools readily available yeah. to figure it out. If you didn't know, you had to go to like a, a either a, an um auto parts place or like a dealership and then half the time you know they wouldn't even know because it had to been like a certain make yeah they're not going to know how to do everything yeah. you can literally look up a youtube video now but i'm sure they know even way less now than they did before yeah i'm sure the guys at dealerships and all that stuff i'm sure well, for the same reason because yeah. it's the same reason a lot exactly. of people working on their own stuff don't have to anymore yeah just kind of a crazy uh crazy thing so this do you, pe- do you think people in general are getting dumber because they don't have to know as much I think they definitely know. I, I guess that's a good. I think I think it is. I've thought about this before. I think just with the available and readiness of yeah. technology. I don't even really think it's a bad thing because you're almost always now going to have your mm-hmm. cell phone like with you when you yeah. can just figure something out. But I just think in general people are just getting dumber. But because they yeah. don't need to, they don't need to physically know that like. But everything you also that they used know. To. Here's my other thing though. You also are getting a lot more information. So, but I don't know if you retain it as much as the other thing. You know, it's like, yeah. I've also heard a lot of stupid facts that I never would have known had the internet not been around that yeah. me and my friends are like, oh, we got to look that up where before we would have been like, who cares? And now I know that. Um, but it's like, I don't know if I'm retaining that stuff. I know a lot more that I used to know, but I also don't have to know as much as I used to know. You know that I'm number six on ESPN MLG top 10, number two. Yeah. And you probably don't remember like a lot of the stuff from like, like your I don't remember in college. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like, and I don't remember stuff. <laughs> and I remember like one through five. Yeah. On MLG top 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one through five. Yeah. Those guys don't matter. Yeah. It's those guys, six, number six matters, was the anyways. best one. And a lot of people agreed yeah. with that on the, on the YouTube comments. Did you ever look up any YouTube comments and see any like people bashing on your, Oh video? yeah. No, I actually, people loved mine. Yeah. Um, some of the ones really... before it, they were like, yeah, that should be number um, seven. Yeah, kind of, but but a lot of people loved mine because mine was just so different. No, yeah. Every other play was just like people like just your run-of-the-mill like kind of like overkills or stuff like yeah. that that were just impressive, but um, mine was just different being that it was on the mongo- like on yeah. a mongoose and sniping off the back of it. There was really nothing else in it like that. So it, yeah. it, did, it did stand out and uh, – it did get a lot of praise in the comment section, which is actually kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. That so. is cool. Um, I did something like that the other day. I was skeet shooting. And skeet shooting, there's two clay pigeons that shoot across from each other. They, like, they kind of shoot, like, they at one point they kind of cross. Yeah. And, and you I just shot, no-scoping them? Yeah, I was no-scoping because there's no oh, scope on the shotgun. Yeah. So uh, I shot one shot, and I was not trying to do this, but I one shot and I hit both of the clay pigeons that were going the opposite direction. Wow. So right as they crossed and I got it. So it was the same thing. Two for one. Basically as you're – as what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what number is that on the top 10? Uh, it was my own personal top 10. It was number three. Oh, you didn't you, wait. I didn't record it. You didn't make a public top 10. <laughs> oh, this is my oh. own private. This is my own private top Dude, 10. Dude, I'm sorry, yes. man. <laughs> that okay. sucks. That's okay. Damn. That so, was, I'm sure it was some shot, though. I'm sure it was awesome. Yes, I'm sure everybody yes. went wild, yeah. though. <laughs> So, all the chicks heard about it too. Yeah. I bet. So. My sister was there. She was going crazy. Swimming in chicks so, now. Yeah. So uh, take that off. Anyway, so I did do some karaoke this past this past weekend. I uh, it was Mike James, a uh, friend of the podcast, and which uh, which Mike James? Not the Mike James from the Bulls. So, not the third. Not Mike James the third. Yeah. 
Greg, Mike, Mike James, James Mike first. James, Mike James of the Real Boys podcast. Oh, exactly. That Mike yes, James. that Mike James. So it was. Thanks for clarifying. Uh, he had some karaoke. Um, I did No Diggity. Of course. Yeah. What um, other song? Uh, is it, do but, they even have other songs on there? They actually they had. It's so funny because there were some songs in there that was like, oh man, if I would have had like uh, Paul or something or or like Brian, there were certain songs that like. Like there was white lines. There was a song. Oh by yeah, all, yeah. <laughs> it was on my dad's like 1985 uh, mixtape called Aldrew Jams, and it was a song called White Lines by Grandmaster Flash, and it is just all about cocaine. overtly about cocaine, yeah. not even like subtly. Uh, <laughs> and it's just absurd. But that song, that song was odd there. It like I'd be like, oh my god, if I would have like Paul, I would have done that song in a heartbeat. Even if That's I had awesome. more time, I would have done that one. I would have done that song yeah. with you. And then there or there was like. Um, the song with Colby Calais and Jason Mraz, uh, that duet, I would have, that would have been me and Brian have practiced that song. Me and Brin Flakes have practiced that song. What song is that? I've, I've heard, um, I remember that song. I'm I remember Lucky. lucky. Like, yes. I'm lucky to be in love with my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then they recorded all the songs, and my No Diggity uh, was not nearly as, as good that it was in my head, or as, as I even heard it through the speakers. But in my defense, but this isn't a defense for the quality of the singing. As I said to Mike James, they cut out the Dr. Dre verse in the beginning, and they also uh, took out the Queen Pen line at the very end. So there's just the middle two verses in Black in No Diggity by Black Street. So I didn't they didn't get the full experience because the no the you know the Dr. Dre one will warm everybody up, warm the crowd up to yeah. the singing coming up, you know. So all that people but missed out. They did. Here's the other thing. Think though. of how good their night would have been if they had That's got a good to point. hear you. Here here was another highlight of the night. There was a weird guy that was just staring in the window of the place that kind of tinted windows. And there was this guy for five, I'm not exaggerating, five minutes straight that was just standing outside, just staring in. Just was it when you were eyes. singing? Not while I was singing. While I was standing at a, sitting at the table right next to the window. And he's just like, his, his hands pressed. To, like, <laughs> he's just staring. This weird guy in his like upper 40s with glasses, just staring in the window, just straight in, just looking at. And I was like, you what? should have You should have put your hands up on the other side and stare <laughs> right back at him. I was like, I wanted to take a picture so bad, but if I, I know if you would have seen me taking a picture, it would have just been like the creepiest. I don't See, want to get any more involved missed, with that. You missed a I did great miss an opportunity, opportunity to just stand there and put your nose up like a pig <laughs> nose, like pig nose it against it and put your hands up on the other side. <laughs> you would have seen and me. Just, and yeah. just, just yes. stay there and yes. just lock eyes. And yes. it's almost like a game of chicken, like first yeah. one to leave. Yeah. Then I when think... he leaves, you just like you just point at him and just emasculate him. Yeah. Well, he couldn't see it because it was tinted windows. Well, uh, he, so what do you mean? He, I, it was I, we half could see tinted. out. But he, he couldn't see in. He that could well. obviously but see, he could see in. in. If you he were in your barely. face, he could right see in there, barely. He like, would we could see. see out really easily. He couldn't see in that easily. Okay. That's why he was going so close. Yeah. Yeah. But he would have seen me. You're right. If I'd have gone right up to the that glass. Been, yeah. Yeah. Here was the other thing that was pointed out by, uh, um, I believe it was Scott the Cheese, uh, at work, and he pointed Scotty out that Cheese. Scotty Cheese. So, he pointed out that when there was the song "A Whole New World," a yeah. Disney song, yeah, 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 all the girls were singing along to it. All the girls knew the song. Yeah. And so future... Which one is that from? Is that from Aladdin? I it's think it's Aladdin. Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. So future reference, you know, sing for males, trying to pick up the chicks, sing the uh, the Disney songs. Yeah. They lo- if, you, if you think you can sing it well enough. See, I think you're going to look like a giant pussy if you sing Disney songs. Yeah, to the guys, not to the girls. I think you got to sing raunchy songs, so then, so then, <laughs> and then, works. and then do uh, raunchy dances with him because it gets your mind going to that. <laughs> and then it's, it, it, I bet you, you just <laughs> you're picking up any chick you want in the bar uh, at that point. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's possible. You sing like "Slob on My Knob" yeah. by Three Six Mafia. I, to me, I don't think girls that's love that as Mafia, much as right? yeah. yeah. Well, it's at least Juicy J. I, okay, it might have been way, all I Three Six Mafia. Yeah, that's ba- that's a throwback for me, so I'm not yes. positive. I think it is, but yeah, um, yeah, I think you got to do that next time. Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, a couple throw like pelvic thrusts in there. Maybe yeah. get down. Uh, get down on the stage and put one arm behind you and pelvic thrust up in the air. <laughs> I think dancing that's... does. It's like future. I need to incorporate more dancing into karaoke. I think it's a, it's a big. It's all about the show, you know. Yeah, I. Yeah. Maybe you bring along some some friends and have backup dancers. Yeah. Well, let's. So I did no diggity, and then the other two songs we did, and there was like four of us that went up there. Is we did. Um, the boys are back in town. Ooh, I like that one. And who let the dogs out? Nice. Just that's right. that's that was, a good variety. We let the dogs out just because that was one of the first things that popped up when we were going through yeah. the list. <laughs> that's actually really good. Um, How many people were there? Like, uh, there was a good amount of people. It was all all people that Mike knew. Um, okay. 20, so, yeah. It was a upper 20s, 30. I don't, it, was, it was good. It was a good it number. It actually does sound kind of yeah, fun. Yeah, it was good stuff. So um, uh, the one time I did karaoke. Yeah. It was mom's weekend at U of I, and uh, <laughs> our fraternity rented out this bar, and they had karaoke. And we had, I had been, um, my mom came down, my dad came down, and we had been drinking all day. And uh, so I had a few beverages in me by the time this rolled around. And then my mom yeah. decided to leave, and um, that's when I kind of t- started taking that opportunity to, like, really toss them back. I'll bring so I don't really remember this, but um, I went up there I'll and I sang the with uh, Pat Sullivan. For Frat those you know, Frat Sullivan, for those you know him. Sticky Sully, 69. Yeah. Um, yeah. We went up there and we sang Sweet Caroline. A duet, and uh, I couldn't read the words of any other part besides the refrain. <laughs> refrain, uh, and they were coming. It, so it wasn't even um, it wasn't like a teleprompter. It was a book. Okay. So I couldn't read the words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but I neglected to take the microphone away when I was telling Pat that I couldn't read the words. Yeah. <laughs> so I was speaking full volume into the microphone out to the crowd, going, uh, "I'm, I'm." so hammered i can't even read the words and then like they had this on video somewhere and there's pat yeah. laughing keeps sing- he keeps singing and i'm yeah. just standing there like an absolute jag off yeah like, yeah looks so dumb but... and but it's luckily it's not a duet so he was probably singing it's not like he was missing parts no it, be we were just singing the same yeah, the thing same lines, but yeah. it was just oh that's ridiculous yeah. so that was i yeah, think yeah, i retired yeah. from uh that was the end of your karaoke yeah, days that, i'll try it again someday um I'll probably have to be that drunk to do it again because I just, yeah, I, I suck I, uh, at singing. It does help to be up, to up at a wedding in St. Yeah. Louis. Plus, yeah, Pat yeah. and I together, we, yeah, we both good, fed off each other in the main a, part. So that would be good if there was some like other, um, other songs like the Hang Time theme song, yeah. the NBA Hang Time theme song. Hang Time, yeah, I'm in the zone. No. <laughs> just, just like an arc 1990s arcade uh, theme song. Um, that's a good one. But there was a cool thing. So. Jason at work, he helped like they had four Empire songs up at karaoke, mm-hmm. and so Jason all the songs Jason had actually helped record, so Jason was actually singing karaoke on a song that he had helped record. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, and I don't think that's uh, I don't know how often that happens karaoke. I can't imagine it happens a lot. Rag em, rag, so um, rag em, rag, rag driving on this weekend, I was driving, and there was a I was at Sheridan Lakeshore Drive. And they kind of turned into what Lakeshore Drive kind of turns into Sheridan. This is on, uh, you know, the kind of north end of Chicago. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I was making a left-hand turn into Lakeshore Drive, and this guy is is taking this big swooping right. And I was – I've already told you the story, I believe, yeah, right? But I'm going. just saying this to the audience. So 
Um, I wasn't going to sell you out, to be I honest. Know, you just I sold know. yourself out. Yeah, it's all right. It's, it's all right. right. The audience going. has not heard this. So there, I was the third car back turning left, and the first car, so two cars in front of me, this big Range Rover comes like barreling like around, taking a right-hand turn, it sweeps it big, and just sideswipes this car that's two cars in front of me. And um, and clearly knocks off like a window, like a like a you know maybe like a door handle and like the a rear view mirror or the, uh, the you know one of the mirrors on the side. And so then it keeps driving and drives off. And I just go around because I didn't want to wait for you know whatever they were going to probably question me and see what happened. But I didn't have time for that. So then I'm driving and then like. 20 seconds later, I see a cop car with its lights on going by. And there's no way that somebody had time to call, so I think the guy was being chased. Yeah. And, uh... He was Grand Theft Autoing. He was Grand Theft Autoing, yeah. And I have seen that before. I saw... One time I did see a chase in Elgin where a guy ended up driving his geo-tracker into a light post at the Thornton's gas station on 31. Whoa. And the police were following him the entire time. And then me and my dad were, like, following the police as they were following him. <laughs> and then we pulled off, like, a, a parking lot over, and we saw them throw him out of throw him out of the car and handcuff him. Did they d- uh, give him any, like, little extra jabs? Like, did they step on his head? No, or no, no, abuse- no, no, no. See, right. I think cops get a bad rep. Like, if you're driving after some dude and your adrenaline's all amped up and you, like, finally catch this, like, guy and you throw mm-hmm. him down, you should be allowed, like, a couple free shots of this guy. He just drove, endangered a ton of people's lives. You should be able to knee him a couple times in the kidney, you know, get smush his face into like some gravel. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe like stand on his back for a couple of seconds and flex or I something. Think they probably uh, flex. step over. I don't know. Just something <laughs> nice like, flex. like yeah. put him like uh. Yeah. I don't know. Like you get to put him in like nothing the old permanent. like the old wrestling move. The like the walls yeah. of Jericho. Like lift his back legs yeah. up. You nothing. Know, nothing. Something. With no permanent damage. You, yeah, I mean, no permanent well, damage. Yeah, but I mean, some damage, but like that's what I'm saying. Maybe like I'm just talking like ego, like to, you know, you mm. got to knock him down a peg or something like that. Well, I think jail hopefully would knock him down a peg. See, I don't know. I just think, uh, I think it's more for the cop. It's like, it's like, yeah, fuck this guy. Like I just got him. Like boom. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's what they need. Well, I think so. they usually put the handcuffs on pretty rough. Oh, that's what. They, yeah, they tighten them a little. Well, one, but they one and they don't too tight. And they don't do and they I. I never see, and granted, I've never, I've seen maybe two or three people handcuffed ever, but they typically don't do the, I'm going to open it up and then close it on them. They like whack it on oh, the person's yeah. arm so that it goes through it and then clips back on. Yeah. And that, yeah, yeah. that's got some, uh, I don't know, that's got, you know, that's got a little ring to it. Yeah. I guess. Just based on my fake handcuffs that I've had, you know. I don't know. Up. I'm pretty pro cop on um, just whatever the fuck they want to do. Yeah, just within reason. Literally, yeah. no, anything. No reason. No, I'm just kidding. No reason. Just, yeah. just give him, like, a moment to, like, celebrate at this guy's expense that just, you know, the Thornton guy that drove around and hit a light yeah. pole. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's thinking getting away on a on a geo tracker. Yeah, doesn't that thing have, like, 59 horsepower? Yeah, it's not It's not great. And it, it had a it had a taped-up back window. That um, was probably Matt Banks. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably Big Money Banks. It was probably Big Money Banks. But uh, shout-out to Big Money Banks. So, Ace, I was listening to – I always bash on 670 of the score because I think it's a uh, – I think it's a I, – I, I think there's a lot of unprofessional guys that you work think, at 670 so of the score. I, I, if I remember correctly, you think they're getting more towards, like, what a lot of media is getting where they just go for hot takes – and uh, or, or, no, or don't no, you no, say no. people call in and then they just kind of talk shitty to them? This is, this is – and I have an exa- perfect example right here. So this guy said um, – this guy was talking about how 
about how Oklahoma City was doing, how they did against the, uh, you know, he thought that if if they had been the Warriors, they would have beat they would beat Cleveland. And the guy said, "I'm not a coach." Yeah, you know, Oklahoma. You know, his words were, "Oklahoma, you know, is a better team than Cleveland. If they had beaten Golden State, then they would have beaten Cleveland in the finals." The guy said, "Well, it's not Oklahoma. It's Oklahoma City." And, <laughs> but he said it really like. Uh, First of all, you know yeah. what the guy's talking about. Yeah, you don't need to like call it, like stop him and tell him it's Oklahoma City, not Oklahoma. I think everybody knows what he's talking about. But then the funny thing was, about two minutes later, the guy does. Then the the actual radio host says Oklahoma, Oklahoma when he was referring to Oklahoma City, and it was just one of those things. But then here's here's another thing. Then they went on this tangent about um, people being real fans versus uh, versus just like people that leave in time of bad you know like people like when the team when the so franchise like LeBron, is doing bad but that's this literally lebron at just as LeBron, an athlete well okay i i'm more saying like these guys are saying i've been a, yeah i guess they were referring to cleveland i've been a cleveland fan i'm not a coach cleveland fan forever and even when they sucked and i was a really good fan back then and you know now that they're good now there's other fans and they were getting so pissed that there's other fans yeah. but like i, I don't, they were just making a huge deal about uh, you know, them being this fan, like, I'm a real fan. These other people are fake fans. I don't, what are your thoughts yeah, I on, think like, the, the... I, Okay, yeah. So I see the argument cut kind of both yeah, ways. Yeah, so do I. It just... Um, they, I think it really holds like true. Such... I think it really holds true for the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that they really... They were bad before kind of they got they got Taze and Kane and, and have started the dynasty. But... um. They there's a lot of people who like the hockey hardos that are like, oh, you you know, I was a fan way before and mm-hmm. I, you know, liked them before they even had them. And mm-hmm. and I think maybe it's different for different sports, but I think hockey, you people get into it later. Um, I think it's I think basketball, football and baseball are the main sports that you get into younger. Mm-hmm. Um, hockey's a little bit different. I, I think for Cleveland, I think if you're a fan that through thick and thin, yeah, you it kind of has some weight to it. But I think you should also want a bunch of people along for the ride. You mm-hmm. want like if you have a chance to win, you want like everybody to experience. I think a true fan would say like, yeah, I've been there for everything. But yeah. on the but on the end, they can they can hold these two like ideas together, and they can be like show that they're a true fan but also want these people on the same boat with them at the yes. end and and want everybody to experience if if hypothetically Cleveland comes back and wins the NBA championship then you know they want as many people along for the ride as it I think that's like a true fan yes so they, that's my thought I I, I totally agree with you they just sounded like just at the time when I'm hearing these people they just talked to like when there's just two people talking about how big of fans they were and they've been this fan, they just sounded like such losers to me. They were yeah. just like, I've been the biggest fan. And I'm like, who cares? Like, yeah. <laughs> but I, I 100% agree with you where they're talking about, like, it's good to have dedication. It's cool to show the dedication. I've been dedicated to this team from yeah. there to there. Yeah, I totally agree. Exactly. Yeah. That's like, you know, that's probably me with, um, like, like, Bulls. I'm a diehard Bulls fan, Bears fan. I'll admit I got into hockey late, but I watch it probably just as much as I. Yeah. I would say the Bulls are probably the team I follow the most. The Hawks are right out there now. Yeah. Um, the, I'm a White Sox fan, but I'll admit, like I'm, I'm a pretty fair weather White Sox fan. Yeah. Like I, I just think baseball is a little slow for me. 
So I, I like it. I watch it a lot when they're doing well. Um, I kind of fall off and don't pay as much attention when they're not. And I the one of the first ones to admit it. But if somebody was like, I'm not a really coach. really called me out on it, I'd probably just tell them like, fuck off, like, dude, yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. I don't really care. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Um, so Ace, we have a little clip here from this is from an Adam Doctor Drew podcast. I thought you would appreciate this. So this is from okay. episode 358 uh, with Stephen Crowder. So I'll play this Who's and Steven then Stephen Crowder. Uh, Stephen Crowder is. I think he was a stand-up comedian. I think he's a comedian, but his whole story was that he was doing something at uh, college, and then some girl. There's more to the story. Anyway, some person called him out and said he was something with hate speech, and then he ended up flipping her off. And he ended up flipping off like the whole crowd, and then it became this big like YouTube sensation where like yeah. he basically was just calling out all these punk kids that were like you know 18 and 19 that were saying that he was hateful and all this yeah. stuff. So this is him talking about just our, like, kind of the millennial generation. So I'll play this for you. Here's the issue. The big issue that I think a lot of um, baby boomers or older people don't understand about my generation, this is the first generation of people who are fighting for less rights. They're fighting for the right to be a pussy and not hear opinions that they don't like. Right. That's their big cause. And they're actually going completely regressive with segregated safe spaces. So literally, I walk out. I've never had this before. There's this fat, shape-shifting amoeba screaming, keep your hate speech off this campus, and giving me the finger like she doesn't have enough fingers to give. And so I just walked to the end of the stage, gave him the finger back, and just kind of unloaded. So it went viral, and then everyone wanted to have me on the but, show. But it's, it's interesting. It's 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 a generation that wants a cause, but things are too good. Exactly. So they have to create the causes. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I'm assuming you're going to splice that in. Yes. Correct. Um, it's already in. That was actually the spliced part in. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're ahead of me. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's funny. That guy is exactly – what was his name again? Uh, Steven Crowder. This is episode Steven, 358 Steven, of the Adam and Dr. Drew Show. Steven Crowder, his thought process is exactly my thought process on this. Is People want all these safe spaces, and they just create so much extra segregated, like, segregated, I don't want to say the word spaces again, but, like, just, just segregated yeah. areas of everything. And then mm-hmm. they want to be, quote-unquote, protected, but... It's just is eliminating one other people's rights, and it's going to hurt them in the long run because yeah. they're just going to become, like he said, pussies and not yeah. be able to handle anything. I just liked his line about how this is the first generation fighting for less rights. That I think that guy's awesome. Maybe I'll I gotta see I gotta watch this actual video of him. Standing yeah, I don't up there know what I don't know what the like, video is. I don't know what the video is, but um, yeah, I, I but he was just I just thought it was interesting, and uh, Dr. Drew talking about how people you know we don't have there's not any real problems so we're just creating problems and that's where adam later in the episode adam goes on to say how he thinks every you know bunch of years you need there there needs to be a war like some real actual problem because he thinks when people just sit around in an air conditioning room for you know 40 years eventually you just start kind of manufacture problems yeah and you start turning on yourself yeah and you know you start focusing on on internal things because there's nothing external going on there's not enough external going on yeah I, i mean I don't think that's that crazy of an idea. No. I just think also it it just – it hurts. It just not only does it hurt people and growth. Look at what's happened at um, University of Missouri. Um, They're like – with all that safe space stuff and all that crazy stuff that's going on there, they've lost like a ton of funding. 
like all their major donors are like pulling funds mm-hmm. left and right, and eventually it's just gonna it's just gonna turn around and impact their education and hurt them. Yeah, things that they wanted the most, like and in are fighting for, they're just literally not gonna have like funds to even have like classes or spaces or whatever they want. Yeah. So it's just yeah. It's just t- completely backfiring on them. It just shows how idiotic some people can be. Yeah. And it, clearly, like, people like that don't understand how the real world is going to actually work when they're done with mm-hmm. college. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. The the college has a certain way of you're kind of separated from everything else. You're kind of in your own little environment. I mean, it's different than high school, but it's also, in a, you know, there's ways that it's also, you're all very contained. It's not really the real world yet. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, Ace, uh, we got an email here. and. Ooh. I left the other emails out, but I kept this one because I told Mike James that you were going to be on the show today. So he Whoa. directed this at you. Whoa. Mike yeah. James? Mike James. So okay. it says, uh, you email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. So it says, hey, Face, I need some legal advice. If I were to break into Pat Callahan's house and pour 1,000 mice down his pants while he slept, how many years in jail would I be risking? If I could put 10 mice in my pants at once for $1,000, I would. Well, That's the first part, so start with that. Okay, well, first, okay, I'm not going to, I don't know. It depends um, on each law, like in each state. Well, this yeah, I know, lives I, in Illinois. Okay, yeah, yeah I was just going to get there. I'm yeah. assuming he lives in Illinois. I don't know um, any of the, like, lengths. That's the thing about law schools. They don't really, like, you don't really learn, like, individual laws for states, like, even Illinois, even hmm. if though I go there. You learn, like, basic things and how to analyze it. So then when you go and pra- wherever you practice, eventually your specialized area, you'll learn it, and you can just adapt to that. Okay. So, um, but first, he'd be breaking he'd be breaking and entering. Yep. Um, and tra- he'd be trespassing, too. Um, and then he would be... Can you be breaking be... and entering without trespassing? Or are they always um, going to give in two counts of something? I think you always are just going to keep... Because you can get, like, assault and battery. You you won't yeah. you don't always just get like the mower the more like but that's hard, what I'm saying so, so is is it possible to get breaking and entering without trespassing is that even possible um I don't know it's a good question I, I maybe in two answer. years you'll know yeah maybe <laughs> I, like I said I'm one third <laughs> yeah. maybe that's a uh, that comes next year okay. they answer those tough questions that's <laughs> yeah. all. That's so, what I learned. But, so, yeah, so yeah. you get that. Uh, then you're probably looking at, like, a battery or something like that for, you know, putting the the mice down his pants. Um, I don't know. Do these, are these do, If they're diseased mice and you know they're diseased mm-hmm. mice and you're trying to disease him, mm. then possibly you could be looking at, uh, like, attempted manslaughter or something like that, yeah. you know. Cause but isn't manslaughter, isn't that uh, that's involuntary? Accident. Yeah, that's accidental. So if you knew so that they were attempted, diseased. Yeah, it'd be, like, attempted murder or something okay. like that. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tape down the lower parts of my pants. I'm going to put cheese near my feet. They're all going to run down there. And for one minute, I'm going to squirm. Squirm like a, you know what, I can't say it. But after a minute, I let them out to eat the cheese, I'm gone. thousand bucks in my pocket. But, um, yeah, because, I mean, if you, for example, have, like, AIDS and you purposely try to have unprotected sex with someone for the, like, to try to get them, to get AIDS, that's you can get like attempted oh, murder for that. I did Stuff not like know that. that. Yeah. I did not know that at all. There's twisted people that actually do yes. that. So yeah, um, I don't know how long you'd be going to jail for, but I probably a decent amount of time. Probably longer than you want to go to jail. What would I be risking? Just give him. He needs a number. How many? How many um, years in jail would he be risking? About uh, five units in jail. Okay, five units 
Okay. In jail. Five time units? Yeah, time units. Okay. Obviously. <laughs> okay, so then here's the second part. Also, if he doesn't wear pants while he sleeps, how many additional years in jail will I be facing if I have to put pants on him first? Put it in my pants. If you have to put pants on him first. Um, hmm. I think that might help your cause. I think that's actually going to lower it. Because uh, you're looking out for him, you can you can you could probably somehow pull a defense somehow out of that that uh, you're actually looking out for him. See, I know you wanted me to go like go a different route with that, yeah. but I'm gonna spin zone this back okay. on you. I think that's better for your case. I think if you want last time in jail, you put pants on him. You probably want to put more pants on him, even if he's wearing pants. Wow! Just two layers just of pants. Two layers of pants. <laughs> I think that's your best bet. I think then maybe you're only looking at. Um, Three to three to four time units okay. in jail. <laughs> okay. uh, I think though, depends what kind of pants. I mean, corduroys. Corduroys, yeah, those are probably pretty good. I was gonna say like, you put on sweatpants. That's kind of, that's See, kind of a I cop would, out. That's like the seven yeah. of. Um, yeah. Should we talk <laughs> yeah. about that? I, t- I, I talked about that actually. You talked about that. Yes. Yeah. After seven is last, the yeah. biggest cop out yeah. of all cop outs. If yeah. you say seven on a one to ten scale, you're actually a pussy. Yeah. So. so I would think that putting more pants on would be worse just because it's going to trap the mice in more, don't you think? Yeah. It's going to be harder for them to get out. I'm I'm going to say I'm imagining somehow corduroys in the end protecting them when they do get out. That's what I'm that's okay. that's what I'm saying. Okay. So So I say you put the pants on, you leave the fly open. Okay. Then they don't get back in. They're, they're not gonna barrel back in. That's so a terrible they, they take. But the- <laughs> that's that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. They all took out the fly and then they're yep. then they're done. Interesting. Okay. Little known fact about mice is they can go through fly. They can go out through flies, but so they, they can't, can't go, go back, back in. in. It's kind of yeah. like when you have those bee traps, and it's, they can yeah. only fly like they can only fly like up, but not down, like yep. through the bee traps. They always yep. get stuck in those stupid things. Now we're, um, on the, now we're on the same page. Now we're on the same page, yeah. yeah. It took like three podcasts, but yeah. I, think this is, <laughs> I think we finally clicked right here. And it ends with, uh, take the trees and I'm gone, MTJ. So thank you, Mike. And I'll, Oh, it's titled The Buck Starts Here. Oh, thank you, Mike. Yeah, thanks, Mike. So, uh, that's, Keep sending in those yeah, emails. Send those emails. Greatly emails. appreciate it. gmail.com. We also have a uh, tweet at chubsteppodcast. Uh, Ace, one was from you, correct? Yeah, well, I didn't know I was going to be on today, yeah. so I was going to start a uh, fun fact of the week. Yeah. and. You want to read it off? Uh, I don't have it. You know what? Why don't we save it for next week? Should we save yeah, it since just, you're not just read on the it, show? Just don't even put me on the show. Just it's when uh, you can you just pull it up with your emails. You just read my fun fact every week. I'll read it next week. Yeah, we'll start next week with it since you're on the show yeah. this week. Okay. Yeah, you can read it Sounds next good. week. Sounds good. Sounds good. So, uh, you got to actually gotta, figure out how to find my... I'll, I'll do that in the future, so I'll yeah. make sure I have that. So, There's a million hot underscore Carls, apparently, yeah. <laughs> that can't find my So one. this is – we did get another tweet, though. It's from Steed Palomino, and it said, Would you rather go skydiving with four cloth napkins and a sewing kit? So therefore inferring that you would have to sew together four cloth napkins while you were falling from the sky and try to save yourself with this, you know, newly contrapted, you know, blanket type thing. Mm. Or be Vaughn, my brother, for one year of high school. Those are the two options. Hmm. What year of high school? One year, so I guess it's of your of your choice. Whoa. Probably go with senior year, right? That's gonna be easiest. Yeah. Um You're already your college already figured out. You're um, You're not Yeah, good. I don't know. That's tough. Um You're gonna fights every Vaughn's day. Vaughn's just a huge pussy though. Like mm-hmm. in every facet of his life. Hmm. 
So this is tough, man. My knitting skills aren't that aren't Ew. that good. Yeah, I can't. They're not that good. <laughs> so, so basically, death. Let's just assume for you at least death or Vaughn for a. Uh, I mean, year. can we go paraplegic? Because if I'm a paraplegic, I might choose that for life over Vaughn for a year. I don't think I don't think anybody survives skydiving without a parachute. There, ha- I think somebody has without a parachute. This seems like a Google question. This seems like something that's gonna get trapped in my brain forever, and I'm gonna push out some something law related that I learned that's actually more important. I I think from the height that you need to be skydiving okay. from. All right. Well, I think um, hmm. I don't know. Do people know I lived as Vaughn for a year when I come back to me? Because hmm. that stigma in clear. itself. That, that's not clear. That here. stigma in itself. I'm just... not. I'm gonna say no. I think people would even find oh, that hard okay. to believe if they did. Yeah. <laughs> they well, did. especially me. It'd <laughs> yeah. just be like, holy, no way, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. You would never. No way. You I would, would never. never. Yeah. I would yeah. never. Um. You know, I think I'm gonna. I think. Uh. I think I'm actually gonna go Vaughn on this one. Okay, you're going Vaughn. Okay. I'm cool. gonna go Vaughn. Um. Despite him being like a giant pussy. Yep. Uh, I think I'd rather be alive. Nobody's going to know that I was Vaughn. Um, yeah, it might be a really, really, really rough year uh, just having to live as him. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I'd rather be You're alive. just like a him. high school senior. I mean, yeah, it'd be really tough. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, again, my sewing skills, my sewing skills are decent, but I don't think even for cloth and napkins. Napkins are not that big, and parachutes are pretty big. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that even it's. Are they yeah. Chipotle? If they're Chipotle napkins, though, those are the most versatile napkins in all but of. But those are the, paper napkins, aren't they? Yeah, but they can do anything. They can literally do anything. <laughs> they they are the best. Napkins I'm still of going. All time. I'm still going with the Chipotle with the uh, cloth <laughs> oh, napkin. See? Oh, I almost see? said Chipotle. Yep, yep, yep. Do you think that's where they take the edge over Qdoba? Is the napkins? Well, yeah, they definitely have that way over Qdoba. Yeah. 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 Okay. I just like Chipotle in general way more than Cudoba. Yeah. Well, Cudoba. me too. Qdoba or Cudoba? Qdoba. I don't know. Whatever. Same thing. It's the same thing. So, uh, how about a Brendan Fraser movie review? Okay. Sounds good. About 20 years ago, back in the last century, I went to actor school, actually. That's back when I was allowed to work with animals. <laughs> when these experiences are always brought into everyone's home. Why do I smell a fish? Well, these are the uh, yum yum sweats. Uh-huh. I don't know how she's doing with me. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they think I shaved their butts. I look like a big old steak with legs. Okay, Ace, in 2000, did you ever see the movie Sinbad Beyond the Veil of Mists? No, I did oh, not God. see Sinbad Beyond the Veil of Mist. Here, here's where it started off poorly for me. I find out pretty early on that Sinbad, the comedian, is not in the movie. And I'm wildly disappointed. No. And I'm wildly disappointed. Because first of all, I'm seeing this. I think this. that's a lawsuit. I think that is – I think somehow we can uh, we can get him for yes. that. Yes. So this, this – False advertising? It, ups, it was false advertising. It upset me because I'm here sitting here. I'm like, okay, my boy Brendan Fraser's in this. I know that already because I'm looking up his IMDb and I figure out all the movies he's in. And then my boy Sinbad's going to be in this. It's about Sinbad, the the comedian. Hell yeah. You know, and I'm like, I'm all about this. Then I find out he's not even in it. Very disappointing. 
So this at Sinbad Beyond the Veil Mist, this is the first feature-length computer animation film created exclusively using motion capture. Do you know motion capture is? No idea. That's where they have those little, the guys are in like a black suit and they have the little balls all over them. Like the little, do you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah. And they're like. Don't they do that for video games yes, a lot? Yes, they do it for video yeah. games a lot. I don't know if they use this now for animated things, but they should keep that not in movies. Or they should not have done that at the time of the. Alex, I want you to look up on your phone right now. Sinbad Beyond the Veil of Mists. Just so you can see like 30, or just so you can get a gr- grip of the uh the animation level of this so i think it was ahead of its time you know in 2000 and i had to look up i'm like what games were kind of around that time so halo the original halo came up around this time and i'm like was the oh my <laughs> it looks like for those who, who are not going to look this up it looks like runescape or like something like on like the computer like like a computer game from like the mid 90s yes so this was made in it was probably started you know in 1999 is probably when this started like being thing but imagine watching this for an hour and a half oh man of watching this the problem the worst leonard nimoy's in it though so i'm getting to that i'm getting to that whoa jeez i'm so prep me on any of this you asked me like an hour ago if i wanted to come and be on the show okay so this is directed by evan ricks and alan jacobs and they haven't really been in they'd never really directed anything else that was super big brendan frazier is sinbad in this he's the main character um Jennifer Hale, she's a she actually has three hundred and thirty two credits, actor credits, like voice mostly voiceover stuff. She was in like Rocket Power and Johnny Bravo, which is random little uh, random characters. She plays Princess Serena, uh, who the main the story is about Brendan Fraser and her. Leonard Nimoy plays he's from Star Trek, plays Spock. Um, he plays uh, the princess's dad, and then Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker. Uh, plays the captain of the Kingsguard, who has a very small role. Cast is actually pretty good. Decent cast. So here's the story. <laughs> oh, God. Shocked okay. this movie sucked. Okay, so, well, hey, I haven't gotten to that. But, yes, this movie was not good. I had a really hard time watching this movie. Um, it's on YouTube. People can find it on YouTube for free, or you can pay for it if you want, I'm sure. Um, throw them some money. Come on. Throw them some money. So they can upgrade the, the animation. Because, But this, this, at the time, it's hard for me to relate this to nowadays animation. Because I'm watching this now when I've seen what animation can be now. <laughs> but maybe at the time that was like, oh, this is crazy looking. This is awesome looking. Because I looked and Halo at the time was actually fairly similar to this. But I feel like the movement was so much better for Halo. These people were like kind of skipping across the ground. They would kind of like no, float. Halo, Halo was like ahead of its time. Halo I know, was like, but holy cow. Like, I looked. Look at, like, I'm telling you, so I looked realistic. at the Halo yeah. 1 graphics and it was not crazy different from this. I, I was just, anyway. This was just the animation was so it was just really hard for me to watch because it is so behind the times now. But I think, like I said, it was the first it, it started, you know, motion capture. It was the first one to use this. Anyway, here's the story. This princess is just kind of like hanging out near the water. This guy, this guy washes up on the beach. His name is uh, Baraka. Obama? <laughs> it's Obama. That's pretty much how it's he got Barack to the U.S., Obama. actually. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, yeah, the conspirators would say that. Yeah, so, right? um, anyway, this guy just watches, washes up on the beach, and he's got this box of stuff. And this guy is clearly – I don't know if they can make him any, like, more obvious that this is an evil character. Everybody else is, like, you know, normal skin tone, like a normal human skin tone. And then this guy washes up, and he's, like, gray. He's, like, you know, like a like a gray skin tone. He looks like uh, an evil character in any animated mm-hmm. thing. And he walks up, and uh, 
and, and the princess is like, oh, hey, uh, you man who washed up on the beach, why don't you come meet my father, the king? You have a box of stuff. And uh, he's like, oh, okay, I'm going to give. So he gives the king. This happens in the first two minutes of the movie. Uh, oh, and the king is so welcoming. Hey, welcome to our place. Uh, you know, and then this guy's like, oh, I have a potion that'll make you live forever. And the king's like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll try that. Uh, he takes the, the the king, played by Leonard Nimoy, takes the takes the uh, potion. Yep. And and somehow it makes it so that they actually transfer their bodies. Roofied in. Not exactly. So they transfer their bodies. So now the bad guy is in the king's body, and the king is in okay. this bad guy's body. Then the king, who is actually the bad guy, tells the guards to lock up the guards, you know, headed by Mark Hamill from yeah. Star Wars. Um, tell you know, locks up this guy who looks like the bad guy, but he's really the good king. Anyway, then the princess finds out she escapes, and she finds out that if they go to this place called beyond like the veil of mist if they go past that that they'll find maybe the answer to this so she finds sinbad who's a pirate and sinbad is played by brendan fraser like i said and he's like oh yeah you know yeah we'll do this um and there's some sort of like flirtation going on but it never really escalates anywhere and then uh they go and they just Brandon I don't know. Fra- every movie he's in, he's always like has flirtation. This this on. this was actually very similar to his character Rick O'Connell in The Mummy. That's what I was it literally was, this thinking. Was, like this he goes was on very some similar adventure, to that but character. he's just some like yeah. ladies man, always has like a quirky line. Yes. Like So in this case this is definitely this is definitely that type of character. And this came around fairly similar to the time of the first mummy. So um they go beyond the veil of mist, and it's just like this ridiculous uh world where there's just these there's like they just walk underneath like mushrooms, like these giant mushrooms, and then there's like aliens, and the aliens like, I don't know. He go, they go find there, and you find out that the alien is the brother of the bad guy that just took over this king, this main alien, passive veil miss, and they get the potion or whatever, and you know it's this whole thing. So, uh, it, it was this was I, I mean maybe kids would enjoy this. I just had such a hard time watching this movie. It sounds terrible. I love. I almost Brennan, just fell asleep when yeah, you were. Yeah. So Brennan we Fraser was was I liked his character. His, like you said, his character was great. I, it was very similar to that of Rick O'Connell. But the movie was very hard to watch. This is uh, Sean Astin on the Brennan Fraser rating. This is a bottom tier Brennan Fraser movie for me. Um, yeah. This is just I, I've seen him do a lot of animated movies, and this is just not. Um, this just as a movie itself was just not was just not up there for me. It doesn't hold up over time. It's a damn shame. It's a damn shame. All right, how about some Tanzanian news? Do you think it would have been better though if Sinbad was actually in it? Yes, hundred percent would have made it a. Uh, do you think Sin- it actually would have been better? Or do you think biasly your opinion? You no, liked I, I it think more? no matter. No, you're right. It would not have been because the animation was so hard to yeah. watch. I don't think, and even and just the story just didn't even make any sense. It was like just why? Like it was just like okay, let's throw in this and let's throw in this. Okay, yeah, I know, I know. Okay, t- real quick, t- some Tanzania news here, Ace. All right. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. The scientists claim that these patients are now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. What are you, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, so MPs urge force and tax collection. So basically what's going on here 
is that um, there's been rampant tax evasion in Tanzania. And shocked. I'm yes, shocked. So collecting taxes is not a joke. We much coerce people to pay taxes. So here's the issue. They were saying that a huge amount of uncollected taxes comes from shops and restaurants due to um, people selling stuff without receipts. Apparently, it's not commonplace for uh, restaurants to offer receipts. So okay. because of that, they have no record of sales. Yeah. So these people just aren't reporting taxes. <laughs> they just report that they have no sales. Well, or then... they just report way less than yeah. they actually have. Yeah. They're just under-reporting. So, so we have a serious problem of not demanding receipts. That's what some of the guys are saying up there. Um, and they were saying, well, and I looked up the actual, it's currently 30% income tax in Tanzania. So it's pretty high. Pretty high, yeah. But um, so that's what they currently have. But people are obviously under underselling that, and they even do it. They said it was not just businesses; people themselves were doing it. But also, they were talking about how um, they were offering different ways they could increase taxes to maybe compensate for this, mm-hmm. because it's going to be hard to demand people to their receipts. See that I just that yeah wouldn't work. No, and that's what they were saying. This <laughs> kind of in this in uh, the whole rest of it is just about how that wouldn't work. Like they were like, talking about one on tourism and they said that would be a horrible idea. Yeah. Let's not get something that brings in money. And also they were talking about putting it on secondhand clothes, which seems so random. But they were saying saying that will harm ordinary people because the country doesn't have textile industries produce clothes to meet or country demands. So you'd be hurting all the stuff. So basically the deal is just keep track of your record. What I've learned from these this segment of Tanzania yeah. news is it has to be one of the bottom places of places I'd ever want to live. Um, Pretty close. See, but again, we're only reporting it. It's because you never hear about Tanzania, right? You never hear specific things from Tanzania. We're reporting it specifically in Tanzania. I'm sure there's – I'm going to do – what I'll do for one of the future things coming up here is I'll see how it rates on like a GDP, GDP. and that kind of stuff compared to other countries. Yeah. Because I am curious too. Because you're right, you, it's a lot of negative things. It's not a well. Ton it's just of like basic things. things. Like like the last time I was on, wasn't it like they didn't have enough sugar? Yeah, or like something like like yeah, something using very some very basic, and then just import export stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like or like basic taxation stuff that we figured out back in the yeah. like late 1700s. Yeah, developing <laughs> countries. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's true. I mean, that's what kind of what. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how it does in comparison to other ones. Like, I'm sure there's places where I could be reading the news that's way worse yeah, than this. Well, yeah. Cause yeah. But, all right, A-Face, um, thank you for coming on. Of course. Um, for subbing in for Pat over there. And Does uh, that, that does Pat he, kid, does he skip out, like, every week? How come you never skip out? Why does Pat never have a guest? Well, if I were to skip out, then we'd probably just throw up an old episode because uh, I have all the equipment. So Pat's basically uh, Scotty Pippen. Yeah, Pat's my... I'm, and I'm MJ, yeah. and you're like Steve Kerr. I think Pat could get us to the <laughs> Eastern Conference Finals without me, but I think he'd lose to the Knicks. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. Um, is Pat a first ballot Hall of Famer? Yeah, he is. It's pretty generous of you. Scotty Pippen was first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But I... Uh, all right, yeah, I just think uh, I think you take no days off. I think uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, Pat's just doing it. He's just prepping. He, he, this is he just spends all this time prepping for the next show. <laughs> what is he doing tonight? Why do you I don't know. I don't know what he's doing tonight, but uh, he's not he's not chub stepping. Yeah, he's not chubbing. Damn, damn shame. Yeah, it's a damn shame. But well, uh, 
Everybody <laughs> else got the treat of me. So email the show chubs at podcast at gmail.com. Rate the show on iTunes. Tell a friend. New shows, new episodes every Thursday. And and follow hot under under two underscores double underscore Carl. Yep, on Twitter. On Twitter. Yes. For just all the hot takes. Yeah, all the hot takes. Yep. <laughs> and the show's ended. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.